0: the six state networks got my brother my guy my b more guy <laughs> sean Mobley joining the show today man what's going on man how's everything
1: oh man some good man you know just taking care care of the family and just trying to take one day at a time man that's about it how about yourself
0: <clears throat> I definitely understand that man uh same here you know got the little ones man that's in sports now so doing that, being the the sports dad now, so enjoying that whole thing, man, but all is good, man, all is good, right, yeah, yeah, man, so yeah, like I said, man, I definitely appreciate you joining the show, you know, I know a lot of the fans, you know, your your fans, man, would love to hear from you, man, say what you got going on, man, you know, Mm -hmm. be more guy, you know, was all first team ever since a freshman, right? Ever since yeah. a freshman in high school. So, I mean, going through that whole process, being from Baltimore, you know, you got Mello coming from Baltimore, you got Juan coming from Baltimore. What was that like, man, playing in that that, that Baltimore County League? Because um, I know we played against, at the Matha, man, we played against, you know, Towson. We, we know when they had, when Mello was down there, we played against Derek Snowden over at Spalding. So, you know, I, I, we, we had some games against those guys, man. Um, you know, uh, Neil, all those guys <clears throat> down in Bimo, man. So what was it like playing in More, you know, in our high school basketball leagues, man? Oh, man, it was a blessing, man.
1: I think uh, it helped me grow early in life. Um, obviously, um, you know, being raised and born here in Baltimore isn't the easiest thing. But right. different outlets as far as, you know, power centers, recreation, um, it allowed me to you know, pursue what I wanted to do. And obviously um basketball was my, my go-to. Right. And you know, playing against playing against different guys in high school and you know, obviously playing uh living up to a lot of the, trying to live not not even trying to live up to a lot of, you know, the San Crusados and the Carmel Anthony that you name, um, just trying to make a path for myself sure. and the name of That was just one thing I was always determined to do. And um Obviously, you know, basketball here in Baltimore is huge. And playing on that, you know, playing in the BCL and the MIA uh, for Catholic League, I mean, you know how it is in the math. So yeah. guys played against Gonzaga. We played against them guys also. So having to play against, you know, the Malcolm Delaney's, the Dante Greens, um, and other guys that played within, you know, the Baltimore Catholic League and the MIA, um, I think it was probably the best basketball Um if you look around whole, oh, uh, even my guy DeWan Summers, you know, it, it was huge. Right. Uh, so having that, going into my freshman year at St. Francis Academy, uh, we didn't know what to expect. a lot of people, you know, cause I had fractured my foot going into my freshman year. So oh, wow. having that, uh, yeah. So a lot of people don't know that, but you know, having to rehab and trying to get healthy, obviously, you know, when you're much younger, you recover quicker. But, right, right. Um, you know, as a freshman, I didn't know what to expect? I didn't know if I was gonna play as many minutes, but like I say, it's just determination, the leadership that I always kind of carried um, with just with myself. Uh, you know, just putting them guys, I guess pushing the guys, not vocal wise, but just leading by example. That was just always my MO.
0: Right. Now I think I, think, I don't know if I'm trying to think, man, we played against St. Francis, because uh, we we always play against the the Baltimore teams down in the um, the uh down at Cumberland, uh um, yeah down uh, down at, at, at uh, uh I forgot I forgot the, I forgot the uh, name of the league I, man. I Talking to somebody about that TJ down the other day. Uh, yeah, we, um, al- we always hmm. play guys down in the um that company right to puts like a postseason. You know after the seasons done, take like the last <laughs> tournament of the season, huh? I said it's the best joint ever there. Yeah, man, it was a lot. Like I said, man, when we played, like my my sophomore year down there, that's when I was playing varsity. That's when I went against. I tell people the story all the time. That's when I went against, you know, Melo. But people don't realize, man, Melo wasn't always that height. You know, Melo was small, man. He grew. He grew that because I tell people all the time, bro, like <laughs> that story, man. Like I saw between our sophomore and junior year, Melo wasn't playing a lot. You know, he wasn't playing a lot, and we had, like, a quick conversation after the game. You know, he was kind of expressing how, you know, he want to play more. You know, he want to get more time. And then that summer, he was top 100, like, that his sophomore year. That summer, bro. <laughs> that summer, he went, from, he went from top 100, man, to top five within the summer, bro. Because he grew, like, he had that six inches, six-eight. He just, all I'm hearing, man, he was just tearing up the AU circuit, man, I'm told, like, like I said, man, he ended up being top 10 before the top five, top 10, top five before uh, the summer ended, man. So then our junior year, we played against each other again uh, down there, man. He was just a different, a different player, man, a different dude. And then obviously the sophomore year with Oak Hill and that, but I tell kids the story all the time in regards to that transition. Like he wasn't always mellow. It was a three year time that we, yeah. he just, turned to a different animal, but that was that determination. You know, I mean that B more attitude, you know what I mean? Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that's the good thing. I mean, I mean, obviously played in the same program, AU program I played in. He played that Mount Royal coming up. And um, you know, just saying I was much I mean, I wasn't that much younger, but I was younger. But I that's when I started cause I didn't start playing like under the whistle, like regulation basketball until I was like maybe 10, 11. Mm-hmm. I started late. I I mean I would hoop on, you know, outside with my with my homeboys. Right brothers in them but um I'm the youngest out of five so it's like you know everybody didn't want to pick me but I used to get mad I was like that determined. I
0: mean, no.
1: <laughs> I think the ball you know what I mean <laughs> I, take the right ball, no I- so, but that was just that's, that was my mentality man like I say and a lot of people you know how, you know how people try to compare you this person that person mm-hmm. no nah, just making the way for yourself man that's why I tell my kids uh now that I train you know just make the way for yourself and don't worry about Trying to play like Steph Curry or LeBron James—it's only one of them. That's it.
0: Exactly, facts. And I tell the kids the same thing, man. Like, and they don't understand that the work that these dudes put in to become those players—they just see the the the, the 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 finished product. And that's yes. what you see on him doing the games. You know, Steph hitting those deep threes or crossing man, like he works on those things. You know, what I mean, like he makes five hundred to a thousand shots. You know, what I mean, at night. So that's what he does to get it down like that. But a lot of these kids, what I tell them, I say, look. Ain't that easy. These guys put limited time in, unlimited time in, just hours after hours, you know. I tell people all the time, like, with, like, a KD, man, you know, watching him train and seeing that process, where way he trains, man, you would think he's trying to get into the league. You know, he just <laughs> hungry, man. <laughs> I was man, y'all, y'all don't it's, – it's different, man. You know, LeBron putting a million dollars in his body, you know what I mean? Come on, like, just think about they. these guys work. They really work, and these kids yeah. – you know, unfortunately, they don't understand it. They want to be the finished product without putting the work in. So, you know, like like what you're doing right now, is huge. Now, th- throughout your high school year, man, you you almost scored three thousand points, bro. <laughs> yeah. Hey, three thousand—that's a—that's a lot of—that's hey, a lot of buckets, man. That's a—that's yeah. a, a—that's a lot of buckets, man. Like like what was your mindset because did you have those older guys coming to talk to you and give you like showing you the way or kind of just in your ear like man like if you want to do x y and z you got to do this that and the third now it's a, the determination factor man you know trying
1: to get out the hood you know what i mean that was right, the one thing right. for me reality um obviously like i say i played with guys that i played and so it's so crazy like most of my guys I played with three guys in my high school team that I played AU with since I was 10. Mm. Malcolm and Dante played on the same AU team with me also. Right. They went to Thousand Catholic, we went to St. Francis. So we already had chemistry. Guys right. already knew what I could do. Now you had you know you had the juniors and seniors just like man, this freshman coming in, you know, doing whatever blah blah. Nobody didn't know who I was then. Right. You know. I was kind of late right. bloomer but not really. Right. Uh, but just coming in as a freshman and just having that determination. Like I say, that's my one thing I always live by. You know, Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, you open right. my gifts up, but I'm in the gym at St. Francis, you know? Right. It was just right. something that I just love. It my, it's my escape go. You know, when right. things are in the wrong direction, or, you know, you're going through things, I'm in the gym. So right. if I can be in the gym half of the day, I'm cool. Right. You know, and we I, used I, I, to play. here at Baltimore, we played. Every day, but, oh, it's different now. So right. I say that was just that was just me being just who I am, and people are like I don't say too much. I just let my, you know, I just let my game speak for itself.
0: Right. No, absolutely, man. Obviously, it paid off. So now, you know, <clears throat> you was you know Gatorade Player of the Year, Player of the Year for Baltimore. Like so, now I'm pretty sure you had a number of schools trying to get you to go there. What made you? What first of all, what schools you, did you limit your list to, like your top five? And then so why my, did you end up choosing Maryland?
1: Uh, like I only took two visits, literally. That was, I didn't feel like flying here, flying there. Just, I mean, right. I was just soaking in the 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 enjoyment of it because you know a lot of people don't get this opportunity that we have as as players, right. as athletes. I would say that, but um, Syracuse or Maryland, that was at My top two. And I just, I mean, I like, I love Bayhom, you know, great guy. Obviously he has, you know, uh, a hell of a connection here with a lot of Baltimore guys here. Right. Um, You know, having Carmelo, Dante Green, Mike Lloyds, and them guys that played here. Um, But I took a visit there, man. They played game day. I'll never forget. It was my first time meeting Dick Vitale. Uh, They played game day against Louisville. Packed. When I say packed, in a football stadium? I was like, bro, I gotta go, for sure. I have to. Right. But it was just just different. You know, having, you know, dorms, not on campus, you know, you gotta drive. It just felt like separation. Whereas, though, Maryland felt like a family. And I've been going to Maryland games since I was in eighth grade, you know, when I was recruiting, you know? So I've always watched James Gibson and Mike Jones and and them guys play. I I don't think you were there when, when, you probably was though, Travis. No, you were there. You were there. <clears throat> yeah, you were there with, with yeah, uh, uh-huh. them guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, coming up and watching you guys, and you know, obviously when everybody used to watch the Merlin Duke rivals, and you know, with Jason Williams and them guys used to go ahead. I'm like, man, I love it. I like guess it's, right. it's different. And, you know, right. obviously the opportunity to come play pickup was a fact that I'm like, man, I know as a freshman, I know I could probably, I could probably play. Um, yeah. Big time minutes, though. As a freshman, I was like, "Right, who on the bench?" You know, we work hard, so you got to put yourself in the best opportunity. Right. And obviously, you know, having you know, as a freshman at Maryland, you know, I played, and I was just like I said, I just worked out, I worked hard, and I never lift weights in high school, so I was just naturally strong. Right. College man, you know how it is. We was talking about the other day. I was like, right. man, it's different. It's different for you. Right. You know, you put your body through so much shot, but the recovery aspect of it was, was amazing. Right. I mean, obviously, you know, we get, ACC was different. It was different right. then. Mm-hmm. So having that, and that was different. That's why I was like, ACC, Duke, Maryland, North
0: Carolina, yeah. hey, well, who, who didn't want to play in them type of atmosphere? Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and I tell people all the time, I mean, see, I, I I tell people all the time that I didn't grow up watching college basketball. So I didn't know the history of it. I learned that in high school when I went to the math. I got like a crash course on who the coaches were, kind of the history of college basketball, these teams, these universities. So, you know, because I started late too. I didn't start loving the game of basketball until like 10, 8, 11. I was playing around 7, 8, but I wasn't good. I had no yeah. knowledge of them. I had two older brothers that played. and I had an uncle that was played pros, you know, uh, All-American and all that stuff. But I still didn't have the education. I had to learn that as I went on. But like I said, when I was at the master, that's when I really got like, that crash course on what college basketball was about and the history of it, so the ACC, I didn't really understand and comprehend it like my later years in high school, and then obviously going going to Maryland and you in that atmosphere. Oh, I, I was I remember to uh, a couple of games that when they played at Cold Fieldhouse House and they was playing um Duke like like the Duke games and how packed the crowd was the gym was and the, oh my god bro super crazy man super packed. The atmosphere is dope. They on top of you, man. The crowd is like right there on top of you, man. And you know, they had a nice mob back then too. You know, they had everybody on the team. You know, it was, it was electric, man. It was just like like if you are a a basketball player, man, this is the type of atmosphere you want, atmospheres you want to play in. And like you said, man, that the Maryland, the Maryland fans, it was just like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I definitely understand what, what it was. But what what was it like for you? When you finally, you know, got to really connect with Coach Williams, man, <laughs> I'm someone like your friend. You get on campus and you obviously you got summer school, but now it's, it's time to practice. Now you're on a team. We need to recruit. What was that like, man? And what was that experience like? Playing oh, for Coach Williams, <laughs> get to it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, it, and honestly, everybody's
1: like, man, how can you play with somebody so crazy? Y'all? But one thing I I I love about Coach Williams and, you know, obviously we had to talk the other day, but man, he just, he just wanted to get the best out of his players. Yeah. And that's one thing I can say. And that's one thing I, you know, applaud him on. And obviously, you know, them practices, talk two a days, getting up five o'clock in the morning, you know, running. Man, it was, it was a, it was an eye opener for me. I, and a lot of people don't know this. I was like, man, is, it, is this for me? Is it really? (laughs) Because it's tough, you know, especially as a freshman, because you're from high school, not having as many responsibilities. And now you're talking about, you know, as a freshman, you're throwing in a fire. Obviously, man, this is what we work hard for. Right. But you said you see the finish results when guys are just playing. Right. But leading up until, you know, July, August, September, and you got them, you know, you got them. The workouts, man. It's it's, right. it's um but the one, like I say, one determined factor for me was to, you know, get a full scholarship, not have my parents worry where I'm in at nighttime and stuff like that. Obviously, and things can happen anywhere, but they know I'm fine there. Um right. but having them workouts and and going through things with, you know, Grievous and Landon Melbourne and my guys, uh man, it was it was a, it was an experience within itself. Um right. You know, Gravis, man, wonderful guy. He's going to push you to, to the limit. And yeah. it's crazy. Thing about it. I played against Gravis my freshman year at St. Francis before Katie went to Montrose. Um, right. Played against him two times. And, you know, I had, the first game I had maybe 25, 30. Right. And, you know, at Montrose. You know how tough that was playing that rubber yeah. court. <laughs> yeah,
0: they did that rubber court, man. I said, yeah, I don't, they don't know how they do, it, do, right. do it. What
1: is this? Y'all top 10 in the country. <laughs> but, man, uh, you know, that's when I was like, oh, man, I love Graves, you know what I mean? S- since that day, you know, man, him always had that bond. So going there with with Graves and, you know, Eric Hayes, and, man, there's so many guys' connections, you know, and I played against Dane Gregory and Braxton Dupree when it was, you know, at Mount St. Joe and Calvert Hall. Yeah. So, like I say, having that connection um, with the guys made it easier, uh, because Graves knew... How hard I was going to work because he played against me. He you knew I was a dog. Right, so right. just having that, not even that security, that way it's like, all right, cool. Because you know, in college, you, minutes aren't guaranteed. You got to go out there and work for it. Especially playing right, with Coach okay. for him, He's not giving you a minute if you don't
0: deserve it. Right, exactly. But I, I,
1: I loved it though, man. I loved it. Like if I could do it for four years, I,
0: again, I would for sure. Yeah. How, 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 how was it playing? Um... We're grievous, man. I tell people I played. Uh, obviously, I didn't play in college with him, but we played. I think he came up to campus. He came up and played with us one time in open gym. I think you probably. It was. I think y'all classes coming in. I, I came back to play with you guys. But I tell people even before he got to the league, I said, "Man, dude, going. He' gonna go. He' gonna get in the league, and he' gonna be there for a minute." Because trust me, he is. Because he 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 a workaholic. You know what I mean? And his attitude, how he is his 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 character people think he just be like acting. I said no this dude is this dude is really him. like that man. Yes. <laughs> he really like, and I know the I know the NBA scouts and the NBA teams they love them type of them type of players, those dogs. You know what I mean? He, that's what he was. He was a, a dog and he gonna let you know like you can't do nothing with me. You know what I mean? So I used to tell people all the time man, this the type of dude he was. Uh, And his character, man. And I I knew he was going to make it for a while. So what was it like, your experience playing with a man and just that atmosphere in regards to him? He can get a talking in Spanish and doing his little rambling and all that, bro, and talking uh, trash to everybody, man, while he's getting buckets on him.
1: Again, that's why I talk about his leadership was crazy. Uh, His work ethic was crazy. Um, You know, I live with Greece my freshman year. And the dude just work, 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 work. You know, we would get we would get shots up at you know the end of practice. But the turning point of everything was his senior year. And I think, I'm like, you know, you know, game day, you chill, you go to free game, come back, you relax, you chill in the locker room, do whatever. Right. Bro, this dude used to get, come back from free game, chill for like five minutes. I'm like, what was this dude doing? Come back full sweat, bro. Full sweat. He had already got shots up, going through his workout, routine, everything. Come back, you know, take a shower, chill in the little cold tub, and get back to it. And it was like, man, this dude, this dude, like, it was different. He was the only one doing it. And, you know, now you got other guys now starting to go out there and get some shots up instead of just, you know, chilling. But that's just what, that's, it wasn't me, though. You know, everybody else is yes. like, I was like, but that's a leader though. He didn't have to of ask course. somebody. He just showed. Right. You know, we were chilling. I was sitting out on the court. And I'm like, and this dude like, it's like full sweat. Full sweat. And that was okay. his mentality his whole time. Like, again, come where he comes from, not going back there. So right. having having him as a leader, man, it was it was it was unbelievable. Unbelievable, man. He's not he's not a selfish guy. He wouldn't have he had all the assists that he had. Right. Um he just the determined fact that he wanted to win. And that's the same thing goes back to Coach Williams. And if you got that win William, William and Titan like Coach Williams, yeah, we're going to be good. Right. But he always, man, he always, he was like my big bro in college, you know. And whenever I needed to talk about things, when I wasn't having the best games or going in my shooting slumps and stuff like that, man, he we always just push each other. I used to tell Coach Williams, like, Bro, don't put us on the same team in practice. I'm gonna push him, he's gonna push me, we're just gonna get better as a as a group. And that's how it was. Like we we right. we battled. I know he's the best player, I'm not gonna hurt him, but I'm pushing him because these guys that we play against, you know, the Dukes, North Carolina, Florida State, Clemson, right. they, yeah, they double team, they hitting them every 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 chance they get, they hit them for sure. Right, right. So that was, man, Gravis, I love Gravis to this day. You know, we still stay in contact and all that, man. But he's a wonderful person, man. His, his energy electrifies the whole building. Like you say, he's always the same person energy-wise. It's just Gravis. Right. People are like, man, Graves, man, that's just Gravis. Now, yeah. if you don't do the things you usually do, bro, I'd be like, oh, what's, what's going on, G? You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. something's ain't right. What's going on? But he just Absolutely. always that persona, like, hey, I'm just going to go ahead and get this dub and, you know, chill.
0: That's the same. Yeah. yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, hold on, so let's, let's go. So you said y'all had two, two practices a day, man? Yeah, we used to practice, oh my goodness. Well, oh, we, see, obviously we, obviously we had the
1: morning we, practices at like five. Sometimes it was three, bro. We had morning practice and we have you know, workouts. You know, we couldn't do stuff as a team until later in the season. Bro, and then we come back and we got weights and then we probably play pickup. It should be crazy. This is all in one oh, day. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, man. I apologize. You know, we, we, we kind of forced that, forced those guys to keep you guys busy. <laughs> hey bro, cause when I got there, man, we didn't have, we practiced practice one time. Like obviously during the summertime, we had um, individual workouts and then we played yeah. pickup in the evening, but like during the season, now nah, we only practice one time. So not apologize. we
1: we'll probably, yeah. if it's an off day, we might get some shots up and then probably practice a little more, slightly though. Cause you're already in tip top shape. You know what I mean? Right, if you ain't nah, in tip top yeah, shape, wrong, you in the wrong, you at the wrong university. Yeah. no nah, <laughs> it was, wasn't yeah. playing. You was not planning. You was not in tip top shape at all. Yeah.
0: He had to, he had to keep us busy, man. So, you know, I, I think he going forward, he wanted, you know to make sure his, his team was busy at all. <laughs> 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 but like I said, man, you know, we, 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 we I myself, I enjoyed college to the fullest, um, for sure, man. So, what was what was some <laughs> of what was some of your uh, best moments and in, in like some some of those games, man, or experiences that y'all went through that you was like, man, I never forget that, or you or you tell people about it all the time. Or when they ask about what was your experience like at Maryland, what was like that game or that play that you like, man, that was crazy.
1: Yeah, man, it had a lot. You know, four years, you have so many memories and so many things that still stick in your mind, especially when you go back and watch games, they like, man, I remember. But obviously, obviously everybody know my sophomore year. We played Duke at home. Um, and they were ranked in the top five. Crazy atmosphere. Senior night with Gravis Landon in the arcades. Packed House. Packed House. Packed. Bro, the best game of my life. And just having that, like I say, watching the Maryland Duke rival, uh, it was crazy. So having that experience to beat them um, that year was amazing, man. It was like, it's like how could you come off that high, you know? Like Mm -hmm. nobody, untouchable. You know, we lost no game at home that whole year. Like we was, we was cool. It was thirty-two and nine ACC, I believe. Thirteen and thirteen and something like that. But at home, nobody nobody came in and beat it so and obviously that was my only time beating duke so that was like it was at home you know rushed the court it was cool it was my first time experiencing stuff something like exactly. that so
0: right
1: it was like just one of them, them pictures one of the moments that you just capture and just always remember right and, and that's I was, my senior year it was the worst experience i mean my sophomore year at, at that same time lost mission state the buzzer beat, which was you know, heartbreaking for us because that was our year, national
0: championship. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and, I, and I know you remember, man, you know, God rest his soul, man, when, you know, Cliff hit that 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 game winning shot, man. I mean, they still play it to this day. Um, and just that his expression, I just seen how hype y'all was, bro. Like that was, I mean, they still play that shot to this day, man. They always we play it all the time, man, as one of those moments in, in, in Maryland history, man, in regards to the,
1: the, that game-winning shot. Yeah, rest in peace of my guy, Cliff Tucker, man. One of my brothers, a, a, a close, close teammate. I call him my brother. You know how it is when you, you know, you play play with guys and turn to brotherhood, mm-hmm. turn to brothers. Um, but man, that that the whole sequence leading up to that, because my engravers hit a buzzer beater before that. Right, I, right. That wasn't at the game. Mm-hmm. Gravis hits a half court buzzer beater. But they said somebody called a timeout. I don't know who called a timeout. Uh, right. But we right. Talked about it. Everybody say keep poof. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But at the end of the day, it was so crazy because we we was talking about it uh for our 10 year anniversary on uh, me, gravis, landing, arcades, um, and Dino. We was talking about it, and Coach Williams was just trying to explain the rules. I'm like, I'm What's the rules? I thought anybody can call the timeout. He was like, no, only person called the timeout is the head coach. He said, I didn't call the timeout. Wow. The referee heard somebody call the timeout. Gravis hits know. the the, uh, the joint. At, he hits the gang winner at halftime. I mean, at half from half court. They put time back on the clock. And then Clip Tuck get a, an opportunity. And it was just so, it was so crazy because coach was... When I say mad, mad, mad. we <laughs> I mean, like, bro, you can't, come on. Two times in one night, like, you can get yeah. a buzzer beat. And Arcade's, I mean, obviously, Cliff, we run and play. Cliff, peel off to the corner, left-hand corner, you never forget, it's, like, muscle memory. You know what I mean? Right, 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 right. It's fake to gravest, hit Cliff in the corner, and it's all she wrote. And it was so significant because that was the first buzzer beater inside of Comcast. Mm-hmm. So it was, like, one of them things that, you know that guy. He's special. I knew <laughs> Cliff could shoot the ball, but the best of, right. Him. Right. um, he was he was. I mean, a hell of a player. But that moment, that, that I mean, it's still it, it it sits there. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, just because who who Cliff was and how he he carried himself, um, on and off the court. So, yeah, that's a that's a moment though for sure.
0: I'll have it in my, oh, for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely, man, definitely. Hey, but before we move on to talk about some more murder basketball, let me tell you all, Let me tell you guys a little bit about our partners over at BetRivers Sportsbook. If you haven't signed up with Bet Rivers yet, now's the time because they are offering a $250 match bonus for your first deposit. But what sets them apart is that they require just one playthrough to turn your bonus to cash money. With their new Rush Pay instant approval, you'll join your winners to safer, more secure, and more reliable. The basketball season tip and all. Get in on the action by going to BetRivers.com today or by downloading the BetRivers app. Must be 21 years or older. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. So now you finish your college career. Now it's time to play pro basketball. What was that transition like? What was that process like for you? Now you leaving, you know, some of your best years at college, in college basketball, now it's time to that basically reap what you sow in the sense of putting that work in. Now you better go play for some money. You know what I mean? So what was that process like for you? Uh, it was easy. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> A lot of people say it's hard. I mean, obviously, you know, travel. I mean, obviously, you know, since, you know, you, you played in the metropolitan area up there, Obviously, you traveled a lot playing AU, so it was just it was different mindset, obviously, but the same goal. Right. How can I get better? How can I how can I get better, or how can I expand my game to make more money? Now we're not mm-hmm. talking about you know, trying to get there; we already there now, yeah, right? But, um, you know, a lot of people say, "Oh, how can you do You be away from your family so long?" Yeah, I mean, when I was going to Maryland, I never came home really. I was in college park all day, every day. For what? Same me, yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, it was tough because my mom. She never flew, really. She never flew at all. Right. She, she, I mean, if she was here today, she still wouldn't fly. You know what I mean? Right. My right, dad, right,
0: right.
1: dad visited me my first year mm-hmm. for three weeks, and that was just probably the best feeling, you know, having somebody other than your teammates around. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having that opportunity, man, it was it was, it was it was definitely different. I went to Poland my freshman, my first year over there. Back cold bro. Cold Cold, <laughs> When I say cold. I was like, man, I, I love it cold. I don't like that. they would have to, you know, travel. It was, it was different. Poland was only probably like, I want to say the worst place for me. But bro, we had bus rides. Oh man, <laughs> I mean, and no. bus rides. It was different. Right. I was like, bro, it's not for me, man. It's not, but. At the end of the day, it's something I love to do, something we all love to me. I was a you and I. Um, but having that experience and getting to not only meet new people, but obviously learn different cultures about different cultures and the way they eat, the different things they eat. It um, yeah. was my thing and still having them connections to, you know to this day, like I say basketball is brotherhood. So you still have these connects with guys that you play with overseas and guys that live there. Um, But having that experience, man, was unbelievable. You know, I wish I could have. I could have played longer. My mom just got sick, So I was just like, ah, you know, you only get one mom. And having that opportunity to just
0: be there for six years was amazing. Right. No, absolutely, man. I tell people all the time. I have conversations with folks. You know, when I was at college, I didn't think nothing about uh, overseas basketball. Honestly, every time people mention, and I'm being honest, when people used to mention it to me, I used to get offended, like, so you said, saying I can't play here? Like I can't play in these states? Like, so that's how I took it. I took it like that. Whereas yeah. when I went over there and I actually experienced it firsthand, man, I was like, man, I don't want to go back because like you said, learning that, like such is a good spot. There are some places I'm like, man, I need to get up out of here. <laughs> but you know, I played in places, like you said, man, I played in places where it was like, uh, you just, they're just paying good money. So it is what it is. But yeah. you know, just that, you said the experience, man, the brotherhood, different cultures, the lifestyle, everything. And just like you said, you get to visit other countries, bro, just off of playing basketball. You know what I mean? Like that's that's just because you play basketball, you get to visit the world, like travel the world for a living and they pay you to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: I mean? I, you know, like I say, that termination factor coming where I come from, I'd rather be over there than be here. You know, that's Absolutely. just you know, that's just fact. Right. And doing something that you love doing and getting paid for. it, Having the, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, trust me, over there you you be practicing twice a day. Right, <laughs> right, yeah, right, you know, right. yeah, okay, heavy, and it's tough. Eight right. to ten months, like two years.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it,
1: it, and obviously now with the recovery phase and stuff like that, now it's different. But yeah. my first my first year over there it was like, bro, we got ice bath. That was it, and that was hard to get that time. So right. Every factor was like, man, it was a, it was just a beat on your body, you know. It's over oh, yeah, there they hit, they hit you. Yeah. you. you get by screens, you getting hit going to the basket. So it would be times, man. I played when I played in Germany, man. Oh my goodness, BBL, good <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> man, I'm playing against Brian Munich, I'm playing against Albert Berlin. All these guys, man. I'm like, bro, these dudes are screaming. You yeah. ain't going to switch, switch and switch again. You gotta have to do something. Hey, but bro, right. I'm trying to tell you, we played, we played team and I felt like I was in a boxing football football match, bro. i mean, I, I coach. I was just take my all. I ain't even coming the stretch. I ain't doing nothing. I'm chilling. I was playing right. like 35 plus minutes. I'm cool. Exactly. Yeah. You I, mean, I, I, a lot of people are like, man, you know, you know, you. I, mean, I, I did well overseas, scoring wise, and everything. Right. You know, I had to win the championship in France, so it was it was amazing for me, but. Man, I, I miss it for sure. If I can go back and play two more years, I would. I would. Right.
0: And I, I was telling people. I tell people the story. I was in Ukraine and we were playing against uh, a big Euroleague team. Man, and we down players. Just got a new coach. He's he's a Serbian dude. Just, <laughs> just 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 yeah. Just got him. This is like his first game. He's coaching us. We only got. We just we just brought in some. Uh, we let some big peep big guys go brought in another young guy who played at Connecticut, but he was a slim dude, more of a, a four-side three, four-side slim, and I wasn't that big at the time. I lost a lot of weight. So it was just really just me, and they got me playing. I was well, I was playing the four, but then they got me playing the five. Mm. This team, this team got 6'10", six, 6'11", 265, 270. They got another 6'10". Two seventy. They got a a a six eleven seven foot two seventy. Who's guarding these dudes? <laughs> and like. I mind you, I'm start I'm starting and I'm playing a lot of minutes, so they just taking turns. Bro. I'm and the guards like one come out, one go in. Like they just switching. I'm, so I'm guarding. I'm trying to, but I'm holding my own though. Like that's probably like I had one of my best games against those dudes. But like you said, man, these are country boys. Like. You know, and then you know, I end up playing against the uh, the kid. I think he's with he's with Boston for a while. Big Australian dude, man. Uh, I end up playing against him in Greece. I think he's with the Spurs now in Greece. And big old dude, man. Set a good old screen on his boy. <laughs> I had to look at him like I had to look at him like, oh, come on, man. Like, come on, man. I understand, you know, you got to do what you got to do, but yeah, man. So, like you said, man, some of them countries, man, you gonna go up against some them, the real European solid shit. Yeah, yeah. So was, and you know, I, Yeah, and I ain't no, I was, like I said, I wasn't no sin, I was more like a three, four, two, three, four over there. Two, three, four, yeah, over there, man. But uh yes, yeah, so I definitely, that those experience, man, those European, those Eastern European countries, you go on. Yeah, and then, like you said, those crazy 2 day practices, I tell you all the time, I say, man, I, as I got older, I said, look, I tell my agents, I said, look, man, I'm not going, I'm only going to South America or Asia or the Middle East. I'm not the door, <laughs> cause it takes, like you said, it takes years off your body. Yeah, we man. Just, like, I, like I said, the game we just played, if we gets those, that EuroLeague team, man, we literally, we literally, bro, we, 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 we was, after we drove or took a train, we took like an old school train that was like 10 hours long, but we get back to our, our facility, our coach getting off the bus, Usually, if he just walk off the bus, I mean, we ain't got practice the next day. I and mean, he's walking off about to get off the bus, he turn around and say, yeah, so uh, we're going to take the morning off and come back in the evening. Yep. You're
1: like, yeah. huh? True. Like, <laughs>
0: like are you it serious? You know. and, then, and then we, we start practicing. All we doing with dismissive slides, the whole full length of the court, cut through half court. I'm looking at him, I'm, man, I'm in my feelings. And I'm looking at him like, like and we going like, we, and him, he'll practice like two and a half hours, twice man. a day. So I'm looking at him like, "Are you serious, man? You ain't play all these minutes, but you, I get no recovery time." You know what I mean? So it was, it was times Have like home. that, man. When you like, "Yo, I'll, I'm, I'm, I need to. This ain't gonna work for me."
1: <laughs> derby and coach, crazy, bro. Uh huh. You're not getting Christmas they- off. Getting none of that. <laughs> <laughs> get a break. I gotta go back home for at least a few, man. Right. And he yeah, obviously I definitely- we had a derby game. You know how that is, a rival game. Mm-hmm. And we wound up beating the, you know, team like, not too far from our City. I'm like, coach, I just gotta go. Like for yeah. a few. So he let he let me go and the other Americans and the other guys that were from there, they practiced while we was gone. I know they was, I know they was hurt, bro. I'm like, yeah. But I get it though, because I played in Dubai for a few. Mm-hmm. And we probably swung, you know, because they got a job, they got jobs, they only got one import coming in. Right, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, bro, this is boring. I mean, when you get that, when you get that, you're like, it's a nine hour time just What can you do now?
0: Exactly. I'm
1: like, exactly. I'm gonna go to the gym, get some shots up myself, you know, practice with them at nighttime and just do the same thing over again. I'm like, bro, this is this is different. You know, going from Europe to the Middle East, Eastern, it's, it's different.
0: Exactly. Way different, but man. Like definitely well for definitely good for your body, <laughs> yeah, Now Yeah, it's great for my body, And I played in Bahrain. I was like, man, this is our practices. Man, and we were practice in the evening time, like around seven o'clock at night. So we had, That's like up. then we were practice again to the following seven. So it's like you got all this time, and the practice is only about hour and twenty. And we we doing up getting shots up little drills, and I play five on five. But I'm the only American on the team, so it was like easy money. So I was like, I had to force myself to get up in the morning to work out on my own yeah, because yeah. they don't they don't they don't ask for you like, like you say those other guys got jobs. But I was cool with that because I'm towards the end of my career. I I know that, and I'm just trying to. Enjoy life and get money. You know, that was that was my mindset. Enjoy enjoy life on and off the court. That's why I used to tell my agent, like, look, you gotta take me to a place I can enjoy life on and off the court and still make some money, man. So I definitely uh <clears throat> I miss it too. I miss more so the traveling part and the grind of preparing for the overseas work. You know, I don't my body don't miss the playing part, but <laughs> just, just, the, just just the preparation and the traveling and meeting different people in different cultures. I do miss that,
1: though. Yeah, man, that's, that's, I mean, that's, that was your life for me. That was out, I mean, mine for six years. Yeah. I mean, outside of college and high school and AAU, but just having that, um, that opportunity of just, you know, like you say, meeting people, traveling the world where a lot of people would never go. Um, it was a, it was a key factor for me. I was like, man, I miss it. You know, the moment that I stayed home um, and, you know, stopped playing ball, I'm like, man, I got to go somewhere. I got to do something. I got to at least get on yeah. the plane and go because this was right. like, it was different for me. But, you know, we made the best of it for sure.
0: Absolutely. Let me, you, let me ask you a question because now you obviously know what's going on at Merlin right now. But we didn't even talk about this, and I kind of want to get your thoughts on this. During your time there, you, you played for Coach Williams for three, and then that's when he ended up stepping down and Coach Turner came in. What was that like? Because I never experienced in college or high school in regards to you come in for one coach, but then you end up getting, especially your senior year, you end up getting a, a, another coach. You know, so what was it like for you in regards to that transition and the, the differences between the coaches? You know, what I mean, I kind of know the differences, but like yeah, for you in regards to that, what was what was that experience like for you? Oh,
1: it was it was a it was a nightmare, you know, because you know you go from um playing with a hall of fame coach that recruited you um and you knew what to expect and you know right. what you're going to do every day he's not going to be no different he's going to be just the fire person that he is and the winner that he is um and obviously i knew sooner or later i thought he would do it after i leave Yeah. Uh, but i just i just had this i, I didn't even know like I didn't even know what to I didn't even know what to expect. I, I literally just dipped, I left and went to Florida on vacation, cut my phone off for two weeks. Wow. And yeah, because I was like, man, I just don't want to talk to nobody. And I was thinking about transferring, you know, on vacation. Like That's it's time, great. maybe it's time for me to go elsewhere. But All right. I So that was my 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 reason of staying um just there. Uh, coach Williams, obviously, and I was in, we stayed in contact, um, you know, my senior year or whatever, but it's definitely, it's night and day, you know, as coach, you know, when you think about Coach Turgeon, Coach Williams, yeah. uh, Coach Turgeon is a, is a great guy, uh, right. but it's just the firepower that I was not I was used to, you know what I mean, right. like, Right. You play with Coach Williams, so you know what you want to expect. Right, right. And just have Coach Turgeon more so not lax days, but late like more so laid back right. until you know until he wanted to be that 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 guy that wanted <laughs> to have that spark. Right. Um, it was different. It my senior yeah. year was different. Man. It probably was the worst year of, of my of my whole four years at Bro. Right. But and just you know trying to. And mine, I tore two limbs in my ankle in my senior year. So I was playing at 65%, 70%. Right. And I, I was on a red shirt. I was like, ah, no, nah, it's time to go get some money. You know how it is. Of course, of course, and, of course. Uh, man, it was, it was definitely different. It was different for me. I, and I was, you know, everybody asks the question, like the difference between Coach Church and Coach Williams. Yeah. They both are winners when you, I mean, you look at, they both winners, but Coach Williams is, is a legend. He's a, I mean, he's a Hall of Famer. Uh, that's just right. different. Separate them, um, not to you know go in so many words, but he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, that, it's a fact.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so what what do you think about the state of Maryland right now in regards to the coaching, the coaching position, and what do Maryland need? What kind of coach do they need there that can get things um, back? Kind of like the the please on an elite Everybody. level. Everybody, yeah, yeah. To get to get to where it needs to go, you know, that people are anxious for and, and what they want. What do they, what kind of coach you can see coming in to that, that help yeah. out or what, the energy-wise or personality or even an individual?
1: Yeah. Uh, I, I honestly, um, you know, like I watched a few Merlin games since the coaching change had had happened. And obviously, you see, I mean, you see the guys, they feel comfortable with, with Danny Manning up there coaching them. But, Merlin always had an identity, and right. you look at it, what identity, what, what identity do they have right now? Um, that's what we have to mm-hmm. get back to. I think any, I mean, like I said, you, we had an identity culture where you know we was going to go uh, diamond press every time. You know we were mm-hmm. going to go back to offense. You know mm-hmm. we was going to get scrapped. You know we was going to do this. What identity they have right now, and that's the thing I'm trying trying to piece together and look for, um, obviously we watched them the other day and they they had it. But what right. identity have like right now, you know, every team has an identity. When you look at all these right. elite programs and stuff like that, and Maryland can be elite. Um, but what coach do they need right now? No, what do they need? I just need to I just, they need to get out to come in and just just win. I mean, that's what Maryland right. wants. Obviously, having right. that like I say, going from a Hall of Famer coach to coach Church and that have you know, been to Sweet 16 or when they had DeAndre Jordan in the Texas A&M, maybe National Championship or Final Four, whatever it was. Um, I don't know right offhand, but um, having that change, it changes and shakes up Maryland in general. Uh, it's right. going to be a while uh, until we find, I mean, hopefully it's not going to be a while, but right. it's like a team winning Super Bowl. You know, they got to get rid of a lot of guys, You bringing new guys in, it takes a minute for things to, unfold mm-hmm. the right way but i mean turdia was there for 10 years 11 years yeah, right. so it's now time to find uh that that glue guy that can get the players and get I mean, recruiting classes hasn't been bad right it's just getting guys to buy into what system you want and Absolutely. obviously having the players buy into you as a coach and having that belief that, yeah, whatever coach say or this coach, yeah, now nah, I can goddamn just play my game. Um, right. obviously, I mean, they play freely though. I mean, I I, right. I, mean, I wish it was like that when I was playing. I get, I get <laughs> <you know? laughs>
0: oh man, we needed some we needed some uh, play. Hey, can, we... can you imagine that,
1: TG? Like, for real though,
0: bro, like, what open the court up. Oh man. Actually, actually, that's how we won the ACC Championship, man. Four on one end. The coaches, were like, let us go and just like it up. And that's what we did. Whoever had the high hand and whoever was on fire, keep giving them the all, keep feeding them, keep feeding them. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, we like up. that. But we that did flex. like that. Don't get me
1: wrong, I love the flex. We score a lot of points, a We won a lot of games. But we yeah. opened that thing up and just run. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but no, that's the thing, man. Just getting back to that elite, that elite program. um it's gonna be some it gotta be somebody special.
0: Right, right. I was joking
1: with coach. I was like, coach, you going back and I said, you go back and coach I could be assistant, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, i know. I thought we talked about it
0: too, but yeah. <laughs> hey, spe- speaking of coaching, man, I know you 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 have your uh, organization, man, you got your foundation, man. I definitely want you to talk on that before I let you go in regards to what's what you got going on, the name of your foundation and you know, obviously how people can get in touch and and be involved with what you got going on.
1: Yeah. uh, So two years, two years ago, right before smacking the pandemic, it was uh, like an opportunity for me to just kind of figure out what I want to do for Sean Mosley. So I started this organization, my nonprofit organization uh, called Mosley Basketball. This is my shirt here, Mosley Basketball. so I kind of want to bring back that kind of like pal recreation center type feel and giving kids an outlet here in Baltimore, the youth anyway, um, just to get them off the streets and give them an opportunity to excel at whatever they want to do. It don't have to be basketball. It don't have to be sports related. It don't have to be any, you can, you can whatever you want. Um, So right now we're just trying to get, we're trying to get a building um, to fulfill what we really, really want to do. And that's, having classrooms, obviously, basketball court inside. Um, we're going to give them free tutoring. We're going to give them scholarships to do, earn scholarships, to do whatever they want to do with this money, educational-wise. And obviously, I mean, it's, it's, it's tough because you have so many, you know, bad influence out here. It's different. But I started off, I did my first event uh, last summer. And I started with 35 kids and I had my other event, uh, January 8th or something like that at St. Francis at my high school. And we had, I mean, obviously it's a pandemic, but I had 85 kids signed up within a week and a half. Wow. So I would still had maybe 65, 70 kids. So it's growing and it's, it's getting out there and it's just awareness. And obviously we're going to talk about eating healthy, mental awareness, because these are the things that. this is the thing I think that we needed even when we we were coming up playing basketball because some things that we didn't know about and some Mm -hmm. things some kids don't open up to certain people but you know me training kids individually Mm -hmm. I get to know it's better now and I understand that they don't tell their parents everything so having an opportunity to be that like again being that leader and being the youth kind of scapegoat to, you know, just Coach you know, I got this going on. What should I do? X, right. Y, Z. It's, it's tough because, you know, you got a lot of younger parents out here in the world now. So they don't know how to, uh, I guess, react to certain situations. So right. grabbing, I mean, I get, getting aggressive them early in life, it, it, will, I think it would benefit them. Obviously we had the opportunity to get a full scholarship because we were good at basketball. And obviously a grades was decent enough or good enough right. to pursue that as well. Some kids never left Baltimore. Some kids never left DC. Some kids never left right. Virginia. So giving them an opportunity to travel to different universities on field trips so they can get a perspective of their own um, is right. key. Uh, and so that's my, that's my thing right now that I'm doing in, I have my website at mosleybasketball.com um that gives you the breakdown of everything we do obviously donations is definitely much needed because we're trying to do something huge here in Baltimore I do have Instagram my Instagram is s mosley um I think I believe underscore 14 if not you can just type in Sean Mosley and you'll be able to see just my profile picture with my merlin uh, my merlin jersey on other than that, man, just trying to just stay COVID free and um, you know, just giving back every day if I can. Um, obviously basketball season is right now, so it's tough to get a lot of kids uh active. But on the weekends we definitely get after it for sure. So that's what I got going on here in Baltimore. Um, hopefully, you know, I'll have my building soon though for sure. We're gonna speak things into it's this 'cause if not, we'll never get things done. So
0: Yes, sir. Hey, man. Look here, man. What you're doing is is great. <clears throat> I definitely believe in it. You know, doing some work myself with my foundation, especially with the with the mental health and you know the life skills and what you're doing. Like I said, it's needed. These kids, especially being as though I tell you all the time that those individuals that had that experience that that played at the elite level or that played period or just have experience period, we are obligated to go back and help the younger generation. Or the younger folks to help them along their way because we've been there, done that. So us holding on to the things we experience for ourselves is like selfish. That's what I tell people yeah. because we can we can help them have a better life or not have the same pitfalls as we did if we yeah. just can help them out. So what you're doing, man, I definitely commend that. It's need, definitely needed, it. and I know they they definitely listen to everything that you say because I mean you've been there, done that. So you know you're an experienced player, man a great player so you know did it all man so like i said man i appreciate you and i know all these other parents and kids i do too man so definitely keep doing your thing and, and thanks for you know joining the go tournaments with travis garrison and um i appreciate your time bro we definitely going to connect for sure yeah
1: i appreciate you having me on bro you already know there's nothing but love here man like i say once a merlin fan once a merlin guy always so you know anything anything make anything possible man Keep doing your thing though, bro, and definitely hit and definitely reach out and try to do some stuff together. Uh, Maybe this summer for sure.
0: Yes, sir, bro. You take it
1: easy, man. I eat you, man. Appreciate you, guys.